We're girlfriends of a certain age in midlife. We got a lot to say, so let's get loud. We won't fade away, cause we're girlfriends of a certain age. Hey, girlfriend, welcome to Girlfriends of a Certain Age, a podcast for women who are living out loud in midlife. We are girlfriends in real life, and each week we explore how to recover from being good girls and how we can live our best lives together. So Shay, what exactly is a recovering good girl? Well, Jess, it's someone who used to care way too much about what everyone else thought about her. And now she doesn't give a bleep anymore. A little about us. We met in our 20s when we danced our butts off in the club together. And now we're dancing through life together as friends, entrepreneurs, podcasters, authors, and mothers in midlife. I'm Jessica Neighbor, and I'm a voice coach for vocalists and public speakers. I run impactvocalcoaching.com. I'm on Instagram at Impact Public Speaking, and you can find me on YouTube at Voice Coach Jessica Neighbor. And I'm Fleshay Hesh. I'm a business coach and work-life balance expert for moms. You can find me at thebusymom.us or on Instagram at Work Life Balance Mentor. Every week, we discuss a hot topic, including culture, relationships, and health to help you live out loud. If you identify as a recovering good girl or as a girlfriend of any age and you want to join our conversations, do it. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and girlfriendsofacertainage.com. Oh, and join our free online community where we'll share bonus content and after hours conversation on substack.com. Just search for girlfriends of a certain age at substack.com. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. Oh, I am so excited to talk with you today about such an important topic. Why our podcast, Girlfriends of a Certain Age, matters. I am feeling you. You know, when you and I were talking about this topic the other day, for me, the word that kept coming up was values. What are our personal values as women at this stage? And we have this platform that we created out of nothing. And this start season three, y'all. I mean, we are just fully immersed in it. And I thought, what a fun time to go back to why we wanted to do this, why this matters, why women our age need a platform where their voices can be amplified. Yup. And why we're even sitting here today, kind of tooting our own horns getting a little bit bigger, pulling ourselves out of our own comfort zone. Because what we're recognizing time and time again is every time we celebrate ourselves and each other on this pod, we are amplifying other women's voices as well. And I think it's a great reminder in this day and age when we keep hearing messages to get smaller, to fade away, ladies with gray hair to actually get louder and amplify yourself because it's not just for yourself at the end of the day. You might be modeling for someone else something that they needed to hear on that day, which brings me to a really fun little side note, which is Flache is over here fanning herself just like a beautiful middle-aged woman should with the most gorgeous fan. Okay, Flache, can you describe this fan to the listeners who cannot see it? If you can see it on YouTube or Spotify video, Check out her Peacock fan. Girl, tell us about this fan. I love you for just even being so bold to use this right now. 
I know. Thank you so much. So this is my, yeah, this is my Peacock fan. So I'll be sharing more about this in the after hours, but this is somehow connected to a spiritual practice of mine. But the fact that the peacock feathers are connected to us, I guess it's got some spiritual significance to me. But today I'm just hella hot. I mean, I don't know what's going on today, but I just feel it. And so I've got my fan up. And my first thing that I wanted to say to you was, is it okay? Can you hear my fan? Is it a problem? And I was like, good girl. Well, actually, I didn't. You called out my good girl. You were like, wait, no, you actually say what you said to me. <laughs> oh, my God. When Flaché was just asking right before we recorded, oh, is this going to be weird for me to be fanning myself? I was like, are you kidding me? We are called girlfriends of a certain age. This is what our pod is all about, is allowing ourselves the space to do this. How great would it be to see some senator fanning herself in Congress who's going through mm. a hot flash? Wouldn't you love at your next meeting or outing to see some woman who's just fanning herself away? I mean, girl, we can all relate to that. So I give you full permission. And again, in the theme today, amplifying ourselves means we are trying to show everybody the possibilities of what's out there. Maybe mm. you're your own Peacock fan. And Flaché can share more about that in our after hours. I will share about that. Yeah, but you know, I think that the world is filled with fans. I mean, if money is an issue, go on down to the dollar store. I have found plenty. I mean, my children broke the last one I got, but I got a really cute fan at the dollar store the other day. But there, get something that matches your personality is what I want to say. Every time I reach for this fan, A, I get a gazillion compliments on it. It's a great conversation piece, but it makes me feel strong. I feel powerful and I'm taking good care of myself. So thank you for that little aside to be able to it. share the fan because yeah, she's got her place in my life. And I guess I'm still getting used to that too, by checking in and kind of asking permission about having her be in the shot and in, in this episode. Wait, can we allow ourselves to be fully us? And can that, we that, allow it? Right. Mm-hmm. And I want yeah. to say yes. So I want to just do a quick check-in with you, girl. I, how are you doing today? Yeah. Well, my personal check-in is that I have had a heavy heart. My family dog, Kiko, passed away last week. And mm-hmm. he was my furry son. He was my middle son. So imagine that when my youngest son was one, Kiko would have been two, and my older son was three. They grew up as a pack. He passed away at age 14 and a half. So he got to live a full life with us and we all grew up together. He got sick and basically had like an old dog complication that pretty much had him go down pretty quickly. We decided after some advice and other close friends sharing to have an in-home end of life hospice and euthanasia, which was really beautiful, but really intense. And we as a family are just all still really processing it. We really feel his void. We're all processing that in different ways. I want to clear out everything. My younger son wants to keep everything, right? My husband's over there looking at new puppies. (laughs) We're all just working it out. But we're being really honest and we're coming together about it. And my older son, Finn, said the sweetest thing the other day in this real tender moment that we're all experiencing, he just said, I'm so glad we can be here for each other. And so in this real grief, really, wow, a family dog is, it's hard, but we've been there for each other. And then delightful friends and family like you have sent beautiful messages, flowers. Girl, you made us a pound cake that just (laughs) 
Oh, citrus pound cake that warmed our hearts. And my husband is madly in love with you now. He's, oh my God, Fouché's pound cake. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it was dope. All of that outpouring of love and support is another part when you're grieving that you don't ever expect, but is so reassuring. So yeah, yeah my heart is tender for my furry son. I, I miss him so much today. I'm glad that you could give voice to that because I know you're not the only woman who has lost a beloved family pet or lost anyone, maybe even quite recently. So I think it's important for us to be able to name that. And because I feel your Kiko here when I was at your house the other day, you know, checking on you, bringing that pound cake, I could feel him and see how your family is honoring this beloved member of your family. It just felt really good. So and good job letting us know how we can support you. That was amazing to know what, where you were at and what was going on. Thank you. It, yeah, it's a really good point. If I hadn't have put my feelings out there and sent messages, I wouldn't have received the support I really, truly needed. I didn't know how much I needed it until I asked for it. Yeah. Yeah. And how about you? What's your current mood girlfriend check-in? <sighs> My current mood is, well, you know, the kids are back at school, so I feel a lot of space all of a sudden. Last week was very emotionally draining, and but I have a real heaviness in my heart about these. I can't stop thinking about the fire in Maui and all the families impacted and how quickly that fire consumed the area. And I actually live in an area right now, this is not our permanent that also saw a fire some time ago. And I've just been walking around very tenderly on the earth. Mm. And I found myself sitting in my backyard and with my hands on the earth and just, just being there. I wasn't saying anything. I wasn't asking anything. I just felt tender about our earth and how quickly things are shifting and changing with the climate and climate change and things heating up, I think internally and obviously externally. So that's a lot. And I'm fanning myself extra right now because I just feel the heat of it. And yeah, I mean, I'll share more about my after hours check in. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Heart is heavy. My thoughts and prayers are with the people of Maui and recovery. And I think there's fire is still burning there too, in my understanding. As we record this, yeah. um, they'll be out no doubt by the time this goes live. But, you know, I imagine different people are having different feelings about that. So I want to encourage girlfriends to come over and share those feelings with us in our Substack community because we want to receive that and support you and see you. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely feel you. The fires in Lahaina and in a few other places in Maui are so devastating. And it just begs the question, what if it were you? What if it were me? And I think our here in California, well aware that it very likely could be, or to your point where you live, feel vulnerable in a very uncomfortable way. Your home is so crucial. There was a photo on the cover of the New York Times with a woman just sitting on what was her home and it's just nothing but ashes. It's a real death. And then not to mention that there have been lives and they keep counting more and more. So it is a true tragedy that I think hits home for everyone. And so, yeah, I think in Substack, we also can share some resources. If you're really grieving, there's also some wonderful local efforts that you could make um, donations to if, if you're able to, just so we can do something as a community to help out Lahaina and Maui. Yeah. Well, good realness, uh, realness, good realness, realness, yeah. and more realness here in this conversation too, about elevating our voices. Do you want to kick us off? I'm getting yeah. into it. Yeah. So <laughs> switching gears just because we've got a lot of things and we really think that amplifying voices 
and why our podcast matters is actually a celebration. But as you know, what our part of our theme here, if you've listened to other pod episodes is being a recovering good girl, it's been a real exercise for both of us to say, can we speak our minds freely? Is that allowed? Is that enough? And is what we're doing here of service and of value? And we want to take little time with you all to share the ways we think it has, because we want you to recognize your involvement in this podcast as our dear listener, or if you're one of our guests, either coming up or one of our past guests, some of the links we refer to, or if you're even someone who has a burning podcast inside of you or a book or a something, we want to share with you why we fully believe that that message matters. Because I think that I know myself, I question it a lot. And I think that you and I, it's been such a great exercise to do this together, to get stronger and bolder and go, hey, not only does this matter, but we're seeing the ways it matters. So the one way I wanted to first share a way I see it matters is just in the wonderful word of mouth conversations I'm having with my girlfriends who listen. I have this wonderful hiking group. Shout out to Tracy and Amy. We go hiking in the Redwoods with their silly dogs. And we talk about some of these episodes. And it's like we took our girlfriends of a certain age discussion and expanded it with them. And the way they then share it with their friends, if there's a certain episode that jumps out to them about maybe divorce or maybe menopause, those are just ways to share. And on that note, sometimes I don't know if it's the patriarchy or if it's just my own personal training, but I'll think, is it enough? Is it validating enough? Is it at the par, the level where it needs to be? And by having the girlfriends share it in that very loving girlfriend kind of way, to me reaffirms that, yes, this circle that we have here is absolutely enough. And it doesn't need to be whatever kind of finished product I have in my own brain, that this in its realness is just what people are wanting to hear. And that really warms my heart. How about you? What is one way that our show in Amplifying Voices is showing up for you? Yeah. Well, I think a big part of it is the ways that we're sharing resources, books, Mm. other podcasts we're listening to, links. Like just now you were suggesting that we put some ideas about emotional support and practical support people can get and give around the fires on on Maui. I think that there's a way that we are pulling information that we're getting that resonates with us and our messaging and sharing that with girlfriends as well. So that we're also becoming a community resource and allowing those resources to get loud and get seen and get more hearts and minds on them as well. I love it. And it's such a feminine way to do it, isn't it? Because when we really think about networking, because we're both business owners, we talk often about how we don't love that word. Networking kind of, to me at least, has this negative kind of salesy connotation. But how many times are you all, as you're listening with a girlfriend and they're complaining or they're sharing something and you're like, oh my God, I have the solution. Or, oh, I know this person. I'll hook you up. That's literally what it's all about. And sometimes in our world, I don't know if we see the value in that. So I want you each to stop and think, who did you just refer recently? Who did you just hook up? 
and everything comes to mind. Literally, I have sore feet. I'm always telling everyone about these insoles because I think they're the best thing (laughs) since sliced bread. But if I can help someone else's achy feet, sorry, middle age, but you know what I'm talking about, power to us. And so what have you been doing recently as well on your platform that is really helping other people around you? Also, we tend to share things that don't work. So to help, because we were looking also to save our friends time and money. Don't go to that car mechanic or that school. Not going to... Here's what happened to me there. And another interesting thing about it too, I think for us to think about when we're not feeling close to a woman, the first thing we do is we shut that off. We shut off oh, sharing yes, the good stuff, the good school, the good after school program, the, hey, that camp is free for a week, that kind of thing. That's the first thing we stop sharing when we decide close our hearts to someone. And so I love this idea that what we're putting up on the pod of stuff we really believe in. Also, our listeners are sharing information with us too, or so we're able to amplify that as well. So mm. you've got resources. Hey, send them our way. We'll check them out and see if it's a good fit. But I, again, I think you said it so beautifully. It is such a feminine way of sharing and being heard. Hey, girlfriend, Fleshe here. Life as a mom can be a journey filled with love, laughter, and all those unforgettable moments. But let's face it, being a working mom can sometimes feel like you're juggling a hundred things at once. So I'm introducing Work Life Motherhood. It's a newsletter designed exclusively for working moms like you who are seeking both emotional and practical support hosted by yours truly. With Work-Life Motherhood, you'll join my community of strong, inspiring moms who understand the joys and the challenges of balancing work and family. Inside each issue, you'll find stories, articles, and interviews that tug at your heartstrings and remind you that you are not alone on this journey. But it's not just how you're feeling. I'm also here to empower you with practical tips and strategies that make your daily life run more smoothly. I'm talking about time management hacks and self-care strategies. Girl, I've got you covered. You can subscribe for free to Work-Life Motherhood and give yourself the gift of thriving as a working mom. You can find the newsletter at substack.com and do a search in there for Work-Life Motherhood and find me, your girl Flashé. I'll see you there. Hey, it's your host, Jessica Neighbor here. I have a question for you, girlfriends. Do you identify as a nice woman and you need to have a difficult conversation? You know, the kind that stresses you out either at work or at home? Oh, I get it. Me too. It's our good girl complex. And that's why I created the communication guide. Nice women can say hard things. It's going to show you how to have that difficult conversation using strategies and tips that have helped my other communication clients over the past 20 years. Your guide is going to show you a script, a checklist, and remind you of the do's and don'ts so that you can speak your truth and get what you need. You can get your own free copy of my guide, Nice Women Can Say the Hard Things, in our show notes here, or visit me over at my website, impactvocalcoaching.com. And remember, we can say the hard things and still be kind. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. Oh, I just got off a call where my other girlfriend was so confused. She is in a relationship. They're at a crossroads and she's a little divorce curious at the moment. Ooh, what did you tell her? 
Hi, I mean, what do you tell a girlfriend? It's their decision. I just wanted to be there for her and support her, but I didn't want to tell her what to do. Oh, of course. Well, it reminds me of my dear friend, Tamara Mendelson, who's a relationship coach and divorce expert. She's divorced herself and a mom of two, and she walks girlfriends of a certain age actually through a process of being divorce curious. Because some of us are just angry. Some of us are just feeling stuck in our relationships. But I'll give you the link and I'll leave it below for girlfriends of a certain age as well. And they can get free immediate access to this roadmap and find out from Tamara what their next steps are. Oh my gosh, that sounds so helpful. I will definitely share that link with my girlfriend. Thank you. Amazing. You're welcome. And I'll link it below for all the girlfriends listening. Awesome. Yeah. So if we want to talk about real voices who we've been amplifying, we've had some amazing guests come on. We gave them full shout outs in our season two wrap up party. But one in particular who I really want to shout out who's coming back in a couple of weeks is Tamara Mendelson, who has so many wonderful ways to look at relationships, even divorce. Her interview was fantastic. And we got so much feedback and questions from our viewers that we are having her coming back. And we're going to get a little more into the weeds with Tamara and really asking her about her expertise around some of the difficult things that can really come up. And I just love that we were able to really invite her in and that she's also here supporting us as our sponsor. We can't say enough good things. And again, it's this theme we talk about a win-win, how rising tide lifts all boats. So we believe in her and she believes in us. And this is how communities get started, y'all. So shout out to Tamara. Thank you, Tamara. We love you so much. And I cannot wait for that next girlfriend chat with her. Yes. In fact, if you want to join us on Substack, find out what's going on there currently. Share some questions or share some feedback about Tamara Mendelssohn's episodes around divorce, because unfortunately, the stats are still that 50% of us are going to experience divorce. So it's realness, y'all. It's realness. And whether you're in it or not, How can you be of support to other people in your life who are going through it? Exactly. So, and actually sharing your questions in there will help us frame the conversation with Tamara. So we actually, your questions will be the questions that we ask. And that community is completely free to join. You can get early announcements of when our new content is available. And for just $5 a month, you can support us and support our mission and support us in amplifying not just our voices, but your voice as well, and other women who we feel need to be in front of women at this stage of life. So I think you said it so beautifully, a rising tide lifts all boats, but we only can do that in community. And I'm so excited to have a real place to hang out with our girlfriends, get to know them, see their faces, where you can upload a picture for your profile and really create a safe place for us to see and be seen. I love it. Absolutely. And in true fashion, I also have to shout out a pod that I just listened to. I was burning to tell you about it, Flache, and I wanted to let all of our girlfriends know it's called Vibe Check. It's with Sam Sanders, who has a couple of other podcasts, but this is a beautiful podcast that he does with two of his closest friends. So it very much feels like boyfriends. They actually refer to each other as sisters, and it's a really fun deep dive on cultural things 
And I can't say enough good things about it. There's one pretty intense episode that they have recently called Beam Me Up Scotty, where they're actually talking about these interesting theories about seeing things from space. But the part of the show that I want us girlfriends to listen to is when they're actually talking about another recent tragedy, which I don't know if you were familiar with this. It was tragic murder of O'Shea Sibley. Flaché, did you hear about this man who was Vogue dancing in Brooklyn with his friends at a gas station in the middle of the night? No, I didn't. Yeah, so he was dancing to Renaissance, Beyonce, the theme track of the summer, and she's blown up and touring all over the world with her Renaissance album. I love that album. So he and his friends were dancing and voguing to it at the gas station, and a group of straight men came out of the gas station store and tried to police them and tell them to stop. Mm. And because they were together, they continued to dance and they continued to confront these guys and a fight ensued and O'Shea wound up being stabbed and later was killed. And their podcast processes this senseless murder, this hate crime on so many levels. And the perpetrator was a young boy who was 17. And what they talk about is that we have a duty with our sons, with the men in our lives to be talking to them about toxic masculinity, a term that I know is thrown around a lot, but I think in this instance, it really is valid. And one of the hosts in talking about this was also bringing up that all of these rights are interconnected. So our right to be middle-aged women extends to the same right for a gay man to dance to Beyonce at a gas station whenever he well damn pleases without being threatened for his life. And that even relates to the Maui fires. There's an interconnectedness going on here that I sometimes think we don't realize is happening. But when we speak our truth and when we even talk about things that are hard and sad and uncomfortable. We are amplifying people and voices that need to be heard. So I just want us as a community to think about how often as good girls training, we're trained to not make people uncomfortable. (laughs) Don't bring up anything that's a Debbie Downer Mm -mm. where there's room for all of it. And one thing in our pod that I love so much, Flaché, and maybe it's just because as middle-aged women, we're so good at this, is we can laugh one beat and then we can be crying the next. And that is what podcasts like these are all about, right? Is a way for us to just explore those areas in our normal life that we maybe don't feel like we have full permission to explore. Yeah. I'm just so excited about to live in a time where two badass women, such as ourselves, could come together, build a platform, build a community, share our voices, get loud, get even louder with our tears, with our laughter, sharing resources, sharing our values, living our values, and doing all of that out loud. This is an incredible and challenging and stressful time to be alive. But I firmly believe that working together in truly being ourselves for speaking up, that we are also shaping this next stage of life on earth and Mm -hmm. what our children are going to be inheriting from us. 
That's yeah. right. It is. I think we oftentimes think, oh, someone else will do it. Let's be the change that we want to see. I was thinking about, too, what my grandma would have thought about this episode. I knew one of my grandmothers. The other one I unfortunately didn't get to meet. She passed before I was born. But my one grandma, Irene, was just this lovely little put together grandma who had lipstick on until she was 92, always had her hair done and her little cute outfit. She was just such a put together, beautiful woman. But she also was a housewife, as they used to say in her time. And I think didn't have as many outlets, but boy, could she gab. I mean, she was Irish. That woman could talk your ear off. They joked about how Irene could talk. You could leave the room, come back, and she hadn't even finished her sentence. (laughs) And to me, I just was checking in with her going, Grandma, what do you think about your granddaughter doing this? What do you think? How does it make you feel? And I don't have her here today to hear her answer, But I find it a very powerful question just to think about this grandma of mine who didn't have as large a world and for her to maybe see what her granddaughter is doing today. I like to think our grandmas are, oh, hell to the yes. (laughs) Finally, you know, we stand on their shoulders. And so I love how you and I, we talk about our ancestors. We talk about the people who came before us. Just I feel like I can already see Grandma Irene. (laughs) And for me, it's... The grandmas I think about are my grandma Perlene, mm-hmm. and who people say I very strongly resemble, mm-hmm. and my grandma Frankie, my mom's mom, and they were both badasses in their own right, and professional women at a time when that wasn't so common, highly mm-hmm. educated, both of them, and from what my understanding really lived life on their own terms. They were kind of rebels in their own quiet Ooh, way. Okay, so grandma. I know my grandma Perlene. Perlene and grandma Frankie. I remember visiting my grandma one time. She was getting ready for her sorority reunion. Girlfriend had on a tuxedo jacket with no shirt underneath. And I was like, grandma, that is so sexy. You look amazing. And she was like, okay, I know. grandma Rihanna. Okay. He said, I know. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so that's how it's done. Okay. <laughs> So amazing. Such a badass. I did not have enough time with my grandma, Perlene. I'm so Mm. regretful about that, especially as I really got to know her more like in my early 20s and late teens before she passed away way too soon. But it's so great that we keep invoking their names, that we keep remembering that we are a part of that lineage and that this is more of the kind of life that they wanted for us. Mm. Freedom and choice and power and to see and be seen. And I'm so grateful to all of them. And I want to honor my other grandma, Grandma Winifred, who is actually my namesake, my middle name. She's my namesake. I'm her namesake. Yeah, you know what I'm getting at. I know what you mean. She actually passed away in her 50s. Mm. And so for us to be able to be thriving and to be saying, hello, we're not going anywhere. I don't know her full story, but I know that she was a hilarious super funny woman who just cracked people up, did practical jokes all the time. I think she would have loved a platform like this. So I also always think about my grandma Winifred. Did I get a little bit of my performance gene from her? And every time I go out on a stage or put myself out there, I always try to give a little love note to grandma Winifred, who I think suffered in silence and didn't get to live her full life or be her full self in many ways. So it is a lot. It is a lot for Mm. us, for our ancestors, and also for our children moving forward as well. 
Well, y'all might be listening to us going, wow, y'all are really feeling yourselves today. But our point in almost daring each other, because we did, we were like, I want us to get big this episode. I want us to celebrate some of the impact we're making, the guests we're having on, the sponsorships, the fact that we now have an editor for our pod. Hello. Hello, editor, making everything a little bit nicer and seamless. It's, and we're, we're so, so grateful, grateful for all of this. And it's all to say that if we're doing it, you can do it. If we're doing it, we want you to be a part of it. This is for us. And I think that good girl part of myself used to really get checked. Oh, wow. I'm getting way too big for myself here. Oh boy. Someone's going to cut me down. But Brene Brown points out if you're in the stadium, not in the stands, you're going to get some shit slung at you. That's just the nature of the game. But I'd rather be there in it, doing it, than sitting on the sidelines, not doing it, wondering if I coulda, shoulda, woulda. Exactly. We're not yeah. going to go out like that, girl. Even if it ended all tomorrow, you and I could say, I didn't go quietly. We you know, sure you said didn't. what needed to be said and held your head high while doing it and did it from the heart. And that I think is the best any of us could hope to do in our lives. So I'd love us to do a little new segment at the end of this episode, which is called The Coaching Corner. You and I are both coaches. We are both quite expert coaches in our fields. We've been doing them for many years now. And I specifically wanted to share a coaching moment I've had recently that is related to today's topic. So I'm a voice coach and a communication coach. I am currently writing a new ebook called Nice Women Can Say the Hard Things, your easy guide to have that difficult conversation. And what I'm noticing in the overarching theme of how to have a difficult conversation, especially when we feel like we're a good girl in recovery who has a hard time with confrontation, is that when we tune in more to our authentic voice and when we keep checking in with how we actually really feel, not how we should feel or not how we wished we felt, but how we really felt, that is the meditation practice to have more difficult conversations giving ourselves the time and the space to keep tuning into yourself. Because what we oftentimes worry about when we're having a difficult conversation is I'm going to lose myself. I'm going to yeah. lose myself. I'm going to get steamrolled or I'm going to fly off the handle. But what a beautiful practice if we can moment by moment, breath by breath, word by word, slow it down so that we can have a conversation where we can perhaps reach a new understanding that we didn't even know was possible. So I wanted to share in my coaching corner that this whole idea about how to really take on even difficult conversations is again going to be a great recovery for us people pleaser, good girls, because it's going to remind us about how to stay in tune with our voice. And the more tuned in we are with ourselves, the more we take a stand for what we stand for, the more everyone around us is going to know what we stand for. That's incredible. Such a great reminder for all of us. Every time I've had a difficult conversation, the more freed up I am, something else opens up in my life. And maybe it's that relationship that I just had to have the difficult conversation in is the thing that opened up, but maybe it's something else entirely that I think we're so trained as a culture not to do it. 
not to say the thing, keep quiet. And somehow that makes things easier when it doesn't at all. No. So it's going to feel counterintuitive, but to really check in, think about how you're saying the honest thing. And obviously there's a whole guide to know if, if it's worth your time and effort and if you're talking with the right person. But that exercise of actually taking on the scary thing, Flache, you just said, is going to free up space, right? Yeah. You're going to really know that you did your part in it. So that's the coaching corner. How about you, girlfriend? What have you been mm. discovering in your coaching corner these days? Yeah, big thing is about boundaries at work. And I think oftentimes women are very focused on the job being bad, the boss being bad, the colleague being bad, the clients being bad, something, you know, the pay is not enough. It's very focused outside when I think we need to bring the awareness to the inside and ask Mm. ourselves where we need to stop being a good girl at work and what boundaries do we need to set? And oftentimes that might even be a difficult conversation. I would love for people to actually get your ebook and maybe even use that for things at work, because I think that too many of us are putting too much emphasis on work. Work is getting too much of our vital life force energy. And so we feel depleted by it. It's wearing us out and we start to hate it. Really, when you take a step back and look at what your work is, it's how you provide for yourself and maybe your loved ones and for your future. It's what you're the vehicle for getting so many of the things that you want and need and working on switching that relationship by kind of putting it in its place. That comes through having better boundaries with ourselves. What time do I want to stop working? What time do I want to start working? Mm. How do I want to feel when I'm at work? How, what do I need to do to get there? So I think that's a way that we can amplify ourselves and our voices through something that we spend so much of our time on, so much of our time at or in, depending on what, what your work situation looks like. So that's my coaching corner piece for, for this, this episode. I can't tell you how many conversations I have with women at this age. I have so many of my friends are shifting in their outlooks to their careers, either making career changes or really trying to like recenter their lives around work. And also, let's be real, retirement is getting a little closer than it used to be. So I think that is so valuable, Flache. I mean, yeah. as my biz coach in another capacity, you know we're deep diving on that one. Do you have something that people can utilize? as a resource for that? I do. So I have a a new newsletter that I started and I call it Work Life Motherhood. It's on Substack and it's free to join. And I'm also going to be offering higher levels of more support through that. I'm calling it emotional and practical support for working moms. So you can join me over on my Substack. Of course, the link is all in the show notes and down below. And I would love to support more women in having those boundaries at work and elevating themselves and elevating you know, their voices and getting their needs met. Whether you need a fan at your desk or, or you need more money, for, you need a raise or you need to tell right. someone to back the hell off, yep. whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you to be able to do that. So inside of my, my newsletter, Work Life Motherhood. That sounds amazing. I know I'm a member. It's fantastic. It gives you so many things to think about that are just really, really inspiring. And so Mm. girlfriends, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We hope you're feeling a little bit bigger, a little bit fuller, a little bit more empowered. I know it's a cliche thing to say, but your voice truly does matter. And I think we don't always get that feedback at this age, but boy, does it matter more than ever. And 
to remind yourself that when you do the hard, good thing, you're not just uplifting yourself. You're helping other people around you who you may not even know in ways that you didn't even quite understand. So we have been really overwhelmed with what we're hearing and feeling from our pod. I was going to say little, I'm catching myself because I don't want to minimize this. It's, we're growing, girl. We are just growing. It's just a, such an amazing feeling. And I think we're trying to catch up to that, right? Because we, yeah. we think of it as little, but we need to get caught up to this thing is taking off. This thing is popping off. We're here for it and we're here for you. So through this journey, it's all about connecting with you, our listeners, our girlfriends. So again, just one more reminder, you can join us on our Substack at Girlfriends of a Certain Age. You can also find both of us at our individual handles. All of that is in the show notes and just keep feeling big and bold and like you matter because coming from us two girlfriends, you matter and we see you and hear you and love you. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, on that note, until next time, bye, girlfriend. Bye. Thank you for hanging out with us today on Girlfriends of a Certain Age. This episode was produced by Jessica Neighbor at Impact Vocal Coaching and Fulshe Hesh at The Busy Mom. This podcast jingle was written and performed by Jessica Neighbor. Do you have a girlfriend who needs to hear this message? Share this episode with her. She will love you forever. If you enjoyed today's talk, join us in our private community on Substack at Girlfriends of a Certain Age. You can help us reach even more girlfriends when you take 30 seconds to subscribe and rate our channel on Spotify, Apple, or YouTube so you never miss another episode. Stay tuned for more episodes where we discuss more hot topics for all of you, our girlfriends living our best lives together.